Welcome to episode 53 of Two Piece Starts Live. He's Tim. And he is Ray. We hope you enjoy the show. You know, we've been doing this a long time, Tim. We're on comic number 92 now, I think. Yeah, we're getting close to that 100 mark. That, that'll be exciting. That's wild. Actually, I might have a surprise for you for comic number 100. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm working on something. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I got I to... Gotta, keep you in suspense for a long time here you know i will say actually before we start that that we are going to be introducing a new segment towards the end of the show if not at the end so you guys can look forward to that but first is our topic of the week that's right we are going to talk about the economy this will be a wonderful discussion happiness i'm not really joking either but it sounds bad when i started off like that right The economy has an impact on everybody, and including the gaming industry. And I don't know about you guys, but I've been seeing a lot of companies um, rolling out the job cuts and the layoffs. And uh, especially just, Sega. Has Sega done anything? <laughs> I think they've continually been laying off people. They all <laughs> anything to do with the economy. <laughs> Every time they try to make a new Sonic game, that's supposed to be amazing, and it flops. <laughs> They're like, all right. <laughs> Another chunk of Team Sonic right there. <laughs> a lot of different companies. And, and then I read that Activision's, you know, really focusing on only franchises that they know they can release, like, one a year in that franchise. Because they know that it'll make money, so why risk spending millions on, you know, a franchise that, that only comes out every few years or something like that. So they're right. they're, they're focusing on, you know, Guitar Hero three of those every year or whatever and and just <laughs> you know because no we've had like four yeah, releases i know four guitar know. hero releases this year two on the ds you know uh world tours on every system and uh oh uh um, aerosmith. aerosmith yeah so that's yeah. but see so the the question here is like what is this gonna what does this mean for for gamers you know are we are we gonna go to the store and only see guitar hero <laughs> or you know how, how is that going to affect us? And I think, I think I'd have to say that there's enough people in the gaming industry that are getting laid off that probably still want to do something in the gaming mm. industry. That we we may see more like independent developers pick up these people, or they'll form their own independent studios. It'll be interesting to see if if in you know a year or two we're seeing a a, a whole slew of unique and fun independent games because the big studios that had them working on those typical franchises just weren't uh, weren't willing to hold those people, you know? Well, now, my question is, are we going to be seeing a, a drop in price for the Wii? Never. Because it's been out, like, what, two, over two years now? Yeah, but did you, I heard, I heard, who was it, Miyamoto, somebody came yeah. out and said, we don't like dropping the price ever because that cheats the people <laughs> that cheats the people who bought it in the first place. Like, because I'd I, I'd personally be so upset if they took that two hundred fifty dollars price tag 
you know, three years later and, and, and cut it down to Yeah, he, he was he was saying something like he didn't believe in in uh, waiting for the price to go down on products or something. Right, because if you start discounting things, people will just wait. And and right. the, the wheel never go down, so it's like, you might as well not wait because we're never going to lower the price. Right, I, I think personally in terms of the economy, I would say that if you own a Wii, you'll have it okay with video games. Because True. the Wii has kind of been the one to usher in this whole, you know, it's still cheap gaming, you know, it doesn't cost much to make these games. If you want to play a million mini games, you got it. Um, <laughs> well, and Nintendo, so I, think, I think things will be okay there, as far as especially with like the WiiWare channel and stuff. And and Nintendo themselves, um, obviously not hurting in this economy, right? Yes, <laughs> selling out everything, no matter what it is, and uh, so they're going to continue making top quality games. I, I guess I, I, I yeah, I question. You know, when all the third-party uh, companies are, are, are laying off so many people, we're going to have a, a real lack of innovation coming from them. It's It makes sense. I mean, I'm not saying it's good for us, but it makes sense that, that you know, why risk it when, when you're really hurting? So, mm -hmm. um, But, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think I think uh, we've seen some of the other, you know, the, the 360s cut down. I mean, what did I tell you? You could get one for like 170 bucks or something. Yeah, it's it's wild. I mean, which is pretty crazy. I know it's the arcade version or whatever, but Well, you uh, got me tempted, so <laughs> Yeah, it was the three sixty is cheaper than the Wii, that's crazy. So So now that the election's over, you're gonna help fix this economy, right? Yes, as you know now that uh, I did win the election. Handily, I might say. What was the score? Well, uh, uh with landslide was it? With forty two percent of the votes, Tim Harding. Uh, takes the victory. Ray Hargraves came in at 22%, which means Yikes. a whole bunch of you just voted for yourselves and for <laughs> your mom. I heard see a lot of your moms. Um, <laughs> there's quite a few Barack Obamas, and I he wasn't running, so I don't know about that. And, and just, yeah, a lot of, you know... Oh, I see Chip here. That's a good one. Yeah, Optimus Prime... Optimus Prime, Ron Paul. We got a few Ron Paul fans. <laughs> a lot of moms, and a few Sonics. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, uh, no problem. You know, th there are some write-ins that that would go to me. Uh, for instance, Tim Ahmed Harding. <laughs> I think that would uh, raise my percentage there a little bit. A couple of Miyamotos, I think, after our comic. So ah, gets a little love there. Oh, right, right. Did Acorn vote? <laughs> Me, I don't know. I'd have to look through. <laughs> but there were 112 write-in votes. I I almost got beat out by other. So... Yes, it was a very close race between Tim Harding and other. <laughs> but that just goes to show that more people didn't want you. I think it's you. I think it's it's more that everyone has their own ideas of how to fix this uh, economy and the problems that we're facing. And and you know, as president, I want to take all those ideas and I want to you know really. Uh, throw them down the toilet because I have my own agenda, so deal with it. Well, I'm kind of saddened that people voted for you because now that you're going to pass the fairness doctrine, I can't edit the podcast anymore. That's right. You're And you're then screwed. you wouldn't be able to even have the attack commercial that I did. That was great because <laughs> I can't edit that stuff. I'm just going to have to say it straight out of my mouth. You can, No, you can still have that stuff. It just has to be equal. You have to give me... Oh, right, right. I want yeah. you to count how many seconds I'm talking and count how many seconds you're talking. Make sure they're equal when you finish the podcast. <laughs> but uh, thanks for making it a fun uh, election, everybody. 
Yeah, hopefully uh, our election stuff made you guys laugh and smile and uh, love the country of gaming. I mean, that, that stuff was just kind of a pipe dream for us. We, we kind of joked around towards the end of season one, like, we should do like an election, you know, a bunch of election stuff and have a debate and have commercials. And, and it actually all came to be. So I'm quite pleased that we, we basically got done everything that we wanted to as far as the election stuff goes. And uh, now we can start to roll out some of these new segments as well. I will say the highlight for me was your commercial you did. No, well, thank you. That was too much. I I, I especially <laughs> loved the end where <laughs> do 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 do. <laughs> that just cracks me up. So good stuff. Like of, of all the things that you said, do 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 was the most <laughs> insulting. They had to How highlight that. How dare you? Did he really just <laughs> sing that? <laughs> Well, you know, it is kind of insulting in the context you put it in, because I'm like, what was it, something about black people are going to die, and then I'm like, do 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 I don't know. There's nothing horribly evil about that song, it's just somehow put next to those words, it, it kind of takes on a new meaning. Well, it should have done do 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 You're dead. But the other one sounds more like death music, you know? Right, yeah. Yeah, like a judgment music. Yeah. Judge Judy Justice. Right. Oh, good stuff. Yeah, so moving on to comic talk. This week we had our fixing an election comic. Speaking of elections. And uh, Miyamoto took quite quite a number of his own personal votes to fix the Wii Music election. What a jerk. Election. Well, you know, he I was. That guy. He did have it coming to him. He pushed that game so much, especially highlighting it at E3 as much. I mean, it was like half of E3's conference was <laughs> was Wii Music, and I mean, that's about as much time as you'd spend playing the game in its existence, so... Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. I, I mean, I, I had a couple more days to kind of play around with it before I returned the game, and uh, so I got to try out, like, the drum mode, where you use, like, the Wii balance board and you use the remotes, and I was having fun with that, mm. you know, but, but it's one of those things where it's like, once... Once I get the hang of it, then I'm kind of done with that. And it, it just seems like once I had a good taste of what the game was, I, I just couldn't do it anymore. I, I felt like I had kind of experienced it all. And I'm like, I, I mean, like I said before, it just needs better songs. And, you know, we were actually playing, uh, a bunch of my friends and I were playing Donkey Konga again. Mm. With the with the DK bongos. We were doing it four player. And we were just cracking up at that game. That game still makes us laugh. I I can't believe it's it's like three years old now. I just it blows my mind that it's been that long since we first picked it up. But Donkey Konga One had a few like it had some poor song choices, but it had like again like the worst. Apparently Nintendo has a thing for like the Happy Birthday theme. And they like, want all the free domain songs so they don't have to pay licensing fees. Right, is... so there's a song called, like, Diddy's Diddy's, and it was like, oh my gosh, it was like, the Itsy Bitsy Spider. And Bingo, and uh, uh, Row, Row, Row Your Boat, and oh it's like gosh. sung by, it was like Kids Bop, basically. Uh. It was just, it's so... <laughs> Once you go through the whole bingo song, it's like, go bingo, go bingo. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but like, because wow. we never, we never touched those songs. We're like, this sounds horrible. Let's not try it. But we finally <laughs> just decided to play them all the other night. And we were just laughing so hard. It was so ridiculously over the top, like kids music. We couldn't believe what we were playing. So, uh, so, so Nintendo has a problem with this music selection stuff. And maybe one day they'll figure it out that 
It doesn't matter if people know the song. If they know the song and it's a stupid song, it's it's not as it's not worth it as much as having a good song that no one knows about. Right. Yeah, you know, I think if if I've learned one thing over the last couple of weeks about Wii Music from what other people are saying and from the the two songs I've heard that you put together, the Zelda and the Animal Crossing, mm-hmm. it's that Wii Music really would be a good game. I mean, maybe shallow, but still a, you know, a fun kind of music making game if there was a, a nice huge selection of Nintendo music. Yep, because the only songs that you ever hear people redo is Animal Crossing, right. Zelda, and like F-Zero, so... Is there a like, Mario in the Mario Yeah, in the Mario song, sure. I mean, that's a given. But, yeah. I mean, no but, one wants to do Oh Christmas Tree. That's just a fact. You know, just, just give me the Brawl music set, put it on there, and let you do whatever you want with it. I mean, that would be amazing. Yeah, Yoshi's Story, Kirby music... And the thing is, I mean, they have enough Nintendo fans that would totally appreciate that, that would get the game, but yeah. a lot of those songs are just good songs anyways, like they're fun songs, they're, I mean, the reason they're popular and, and famous is because, you know, they were they were just good songs, good video game songs, so I think people, even if you're not totally familiar with that whole set of music, would still have fun playing around with those, those and, songs. And even then, like, you get to conduct, like, the Zelda song, you, you get to actually wave your baton around and conduct a band. And I'm like, they should have had like a Smash Bros. song in here, like like the brawl theme, because that's all orchestra. You could have like the choir singing the parts, and oh, that'd yeah. be really cool. It's like you guys missed out, <laughs> totally missed out, because ah, uh, yeah, just real, just a, a seriously missed opportunity. It's really sad to see. Well, and that's that's what's so funny about it is it's not like they said, oh, it's too expensive to go out and get like all these licensed songs like pop singers today or whatever. They didn't even use their own music that they own. It's like, right. you have your own, it's like, yeah, it's like making its great platforming game and it's like, gee, Mario would fit great in here, but we're going to use a me character instead or something. It's like, right. right. Why would you do that? Use what you got. <laughs> Come on. And, and I mean, like I, we were cracked. Like there's, there's little moments of happiness while playing the game. Cause like, I was doing like a like a turntable part and like a rapper part, like hey yo yo hey, and like it was just hilarious to watch. Like it was just hilarious, and like that's something I'll never forget. But it's like it's just too too little, too late for a lot of those things. It's yeah, just... some of those uh, quote unquote instruments are just ridiculous. Like the cheerleader and the dog. Right. Barking. I mean, they can be it's pretty like... funny, but then it kind of gets old once you know them. Right. You know, it's. There's just ah, it's hard. It's a hard thing. But we've we've been over this before. We won't dwell on Wii Music too much more. But, yeah, I guess uh, we talked about that a lot. But the the comic itself, um... it was. I think the comic itself was a nice combination of what happens when we work together. Um, because, I mean, I, I forget how it started, but I was like, I don't really, I wasn't really feeling your idea that you originally put out, and I wanted to do something about the election. Basically, I had an idea, but it wasn't quite finished. And like you would pick up an idea from my idea and kind of expand on it, and mm-hmm. then I'd help, I'd help expand on your idea, and just from tossing it back and forth, we finally had a nice finished idea to do a comic off of. Yeah, it's um, nice we ended with this one because months ago we had talked about doing a, a political comic where Obama, you know, wants all the casual voters to be able to vote through the Everybody Votes channel or something like yes. that, and then <laughs> yeah. McCain wouldn't even know what he was talking about because he doesn't even know what email is, you know. <laughs> right, and, right. And we never really had a chance to do that one. I wasn't 
100% sure if that would have gone over how, how well that would have gone over. Yeah, I mean, we, we just don't want to touch on politics too much. I, that's, I mean, that's just a goal of mine is I think starting to do politics can can really annoy listeners. You know, it, it can really polarize listeners. And so I, I'm always about trying to do like some kind of a fair political thing if we do it. So I think what we did with our political you know, speeches and stuff, I think was fair and, and funny. Yeah. But like once we start doing comics, it's like, it's going to start taking a weird angle and I just don't want to get too deep into it. Um, yeah. So I think this was a good compromise because <laughs> it was, you know, election oriented. You kind of give that, that, that trick at the beginning. You think it's about the real election or something, you know? And, right. And we are kind of hoping that the election would have serious voter fraud. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like we are, we are hoping that the, <laughs> this election would like take forever to figure out. Cause then our comic would be more relevant. Yeah. But yeah. we, but we made the comic before they, ca- they started counting the votes. So we were just kind of, we didn't know what would happen exactly, but yeah, it was pretty funny. And for every great comic comes great comments. And this week's suggestion box was no difference. My suggestion box goes to Pickle Man is Cool, who uh, was talking about the reporter in our comic, Jan Janigan. He says, Is it just me, or does Jan Janigan look strangely similar to someone we know? I wonder if it's Alaskan news. <laughs> and I I picked out that comment because, um, you know, I, I, po- I recreated her from the, the Sony office comic with magic eight ball right and i and I, i'm like she would make a good news reporter you know maybe she moves up in the sony network as well so i had her as the reporter and as i was working on her i, I kind of updated her outfit and and updated her hair a little bit i'm like she looks a lot like sarah palin <laughs> <laughs> you thought that yourself <laughs> i was thinking about that myself I was like it's almost like i created sarah palin in advance for just such an occasion or something and uh and so it was, it was funny that other, I think a couple other people kind of thought about that too. I don't think it's it's close enough to be total resemblance, but it had me thinking about it at least. Yeah, the, well, I never thought of it myself because the glasses were wrong, and and I right. and I'd seen her before, obviously from your other comics, so I, I recognized right. her straight off from the other comics. But yeah, there's a few resemblances there, so that was pretty funny. My comment, I didn't have any good one except that um, as always, I, I want to say thank you, DJ, for pointing out that. Uh, <laughs> There's free Dr. Pepper for everybody in America when the new Guns N' Roses <laughs> album comes out. <laughs> Which was pretty funny. I was like, what, what is he talking about? Free Dr. Pepper? And I clicked. I'm like, oh my goodness. I have to mark this on my calendar. <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess basically they joked. Dr. Pepper was joking that because this Guns N' Roses album that's been like 20 years in the making or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said, well, if it comes out this year, we're going to give free Dr. Pepper to everybody. And and sure enough, it's actually coming out in a couple of weeks. So they, they, they had to come out with a promotion. Everyone who you have, you have like 24 hours to log in and download a coupon and then you can use it. So and how much free Dr. Pepper do you get? Well, you get a 20 ounce bottle like a you know, personal bottle. And you're just in heaven then right there. I'm going to get everybody that I know to get me a coupon for free and I'll have <laughs> Dr. Pepper for life. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, thanks, DJ. Appreciate the That's tip. Funny. I like I liked how last week you are like, you guys need to write better comments. And then this week you're like, well, as always, I don't have a very good one. <laughs> just continue to rip on your own, on the, on, your, on, the, on the very people that elected you. You know, no, it's not that they're not good. It's just they're not, they, there was nothing that stood out to me as like super funny or whatever. You picked the Sarah Palin one. I was like, oh, that would have been a good one. But All right. It's time. Everything is haunted. 
nothing yes. is sacred anymore. I thought Halloween was over. In a world of good and evil, at the moment, there's currently only evil. Because the dreaded Black Doom Award is here. <laughs> Each week, Tim and I both mention a terrible choice made related to video games in honor of the worst character Sonic Team has ever created. Doom's Eye. I mean, Black Doom. <laughs> yeah, you know that little floating eye thing that talks to you? Remember when you were playing Shadow and you're like, you're teamed up with Sonic and then the Black Eye would just, Doom's Eye would just flying out of nowhere and be like, you know, what? now listen to me. What's the point? How can an eye talk? <laughs> Welcome to the world of Shadow the Hedgehog. Yeah, exactly. Well, they're aliens. I don't understand how aliens live their lives. My Black Doom Award goes to THQ. For their Nintendo DS box art designs for the Littlest Pet Shop DS game. Now, you were really looking forward to this game, I know, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> The problem I have with these box arts is there seems to be one rule. We want to sell a video game for kids, so we're going to make these really cute animals and just give them gigantically huge sparkling eyes. Just huge eyes on a bunny rabbit and a dog and a cat and a penguin and a frog and a monkey. And all these, all these box arts are going to be exactly the same. We're just going to have a big cute animal with big gushy eyes on the cover. Why, why are their eyes all watery? They all have like oceans in them. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They're like, yeah, they're super reflective, and it's like they're crying or something. Yeah, they're all crying. <laughs> it's like, oh, I saw that. I just, I just shook my head because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just marketing at its worst. And there's winter, garden, and jungle. So it's like they're all the same game with a different color, and they're gonna charge. You know, they're gonna want kids to buy them all. Right, right. It's the Pokemon well, has a cute animal, you know. So. Wow, that's yeah, pretty bad. THQ, that's EA. How did I get? Oh, oh, oh! I was, I was thinking. The other games below are THQ. Uh, yeah, my Black Doom Award goes to EA. Thank you. Splice that in. Splice that in earlier. Well, I said THQ because actually, um, Baja. Let me see if I can drag mm, this yes. for you. Uh, there's, there's like a lawsuit going on where I think it's THQ is suing. Is suing Activision. I believe that's correct. Yes. Because Activision's Baja. 1000 is the cover looks almost identical to Baja Edge of Control by THQ. And that, I mean, that's not my imagination, <coughs> is it? I mean, that's really pretty darn close. <laughs> Red four wheeler in the front, and you got a blue one behind it, you know, jumping a gap. And they have like some little gray thing in the background, and it's like exactly the same. It's just. The ang it's, I mean, the crazy. angles are the, the same. Angle, the, the font, the, the, the angle of the font. The it's just, it's the, ridiculous. I mean, the logos are very similar. Oh, yeah. It, with the, the color like, scheme. edgy kind of, yeah, yellowish, brownish look. It's crazy. It's they both have, They both have cactuses in the background, They both have, like, a cactus in the same, yeah. The cactus yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> now, if they both had that helicopter, I'd be like, okay, that's... Yeah, that would... <laughs> <laughs> Where the heck does a helicopter go? <laughs> Maybe yeah, it just got cropped out of the, of the Wii one. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, that's pretty bad. I mean, I, you know I, what, though? I I'll take that back. The, the red one for the Activision has six lights on the top of the car. Oh, yeah. THQ yeah, has totally five different. lights. That, you know? <laughs> totally different. So, anyways. Double Black Doom, huh? Box art Black Doom. 
Yeah, I happened to have the images on my desktop, and I, I chose one, not the other, but hey, I misspoke, so you, you got me. Why don't you take a look at this bad boy? Okay, first oh, of no, all, the <laughs> throw the picture up there. This is a game grip for the iPhone or iPod Touch, I don't know which, but it doesn't have any buttons on it, it doesn't do anything, it doesn't actually connect, it just holds as an empty shell the iPhone to grip, so you can put your thumbs on it and... First of all, you would never carry this in your pocket, ever. It wouldn't fit in any pocket I've ever seen. Maybe like MC Hammer's pockets. Okay, and second of all, it has no added functionality, so it's like, oh, this must be like $2.50. Nope, 50 bucks. Are you serious? $50! <laughs> it's just a piece of plastic. I wasn't going to care about it that much, but $50. But, and see, that's why I care. It's like, yeah, people put crapware out there all the time, you know, like a sword attachment for a Wii controller, all this crap. But they don't charge $50 for it. Now, I know iPhone wow. users are supposed to be, like, stuck-up elitist, whatever, but this isn't, like, slick-looking. It's not cool. It's... Is that unbelievable or what? I like the bolt list that they give for it, too, because, oh, I mean, <laughs> how, how many purposes can it actually serve here? Unique cord management system provides the ultimate versatility. What does that even mean? What, cord management? There's no cord that goes to this thing. I guess headphones you can plug in through the... Right. It can be grip. used with headphones earbuds is the second bullet, so oh, that's wow. really just the same thing. Can be charged while playing. Oh, awesome! Because we all know I want to be like charging it while okay. I'm turning it. Those last three, those last three bullet po points should all just say, "There's a hole in the right side, so you can still <laughs> access crap." Right? <laughs> yep. Silicone sleeves can be used as, as standalone protection when not gaming. <laughs> yes. <because> Wait, <laughs> what, what, what kind of protection are they talking about here? It's not latex, right? <laughs> Provides convenient, radically comfortable access to full face of touch or or iPhone. Wait, what? 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 <laughs> access to full face of touch or iPhone. I think oh, means oh, iPhone of or iPod touch, touch or iPhone. Right, iPhone or iPod Touch. Yeah. And uh, enjoy hours of extreme gameplay. Right, because you couldn't do that before at all. That, well, I mean, that brings a whole new level of gaming. But so you could enjoy hours of regular gameplay. <laughs> But not extreme gameplay. <laughs> Come on. Jeez, Lou. Oh, <laughs> uh, jeez. Well, it does support an optional removable battery pack solution, which you can buy separately. For <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't. It doesn't even $150. say. I don't want to know. Three hundred dollars. Maybe, maybe there's like a holder for that battery pack too, <laughs> so you can hold the battery pack with comfort. Oh, jeez. That, that's that's a good Black Doom, Tim. I like it. Uh, well, I guess that a... does it. We, well, not we quite, do have... right? Well, right. I mean, we're not done yet. Uh, I'm going to be introducing a new segment that we like to call Musical Misfits. What, what this section is, is like we were talking about earlier, there are great video game music out there. And I know, for instance, my, my old roommate Jory used to say, Ray, don't you think that the Zelda theme is just like the greatest video game theme, theme you've ever heard in your life? And I was kind of like, um, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say it's the best one ever, but I mean, it's, it's good. I think part of it is that we, we've heard it so much 
that it's associated with a really good franchise right that you have good feelings of it and and it brings back good memories and you really like it a lot but there's there's plenty of other songs out there that you never hear anymore like you know either the game has never had a sequel or what have you no one played a game kind of disappeared um so i've decided that that i want to start showcasing some some really cool songs uh, that no one knows about, that are that are really great video game themes, um, that that are lesser known, and I want cool. our users to submit some of their some of their choices to me. Either find me a YouTube video, or just tell me the name of it, or you know what it is exactly, and we'll choose ones that we think are really really good for musical misfits and include them. Uh, but since we don't want to just play like 30 seconds of the song, we actually want to play the whole thing. At the same time, though, I don't want to stick such a huge, long song in the middle of the podcast. I don't know, like a four-minute song or something taking up half the show right in the middle. So we've decided that we're going to try closing out the show with new music that you've never heard before um, that are great video game songs that have been forgotten over time. So in other case, they are musical misfits. Uh, so I'm going to kick it off here, and we're going to roll out the end of the show with the end credits music from Ristar, which was a video game on the Genesis. It, this is a great theme that deserves to kind of stick around. So uh, that'll do it for this edition of To Be Start Live. Join us every Wednesday for a brand new comic and every Monday for a brand new podcast, just like the one you heard here, except better. With that, he's Tim. And he is Ray. And we will finish off the show with the end credits from Ristar. Enjoy. Bye-bye.
and we will get to that. Okay. Um, is that but, my? But the real economy. Uh, the, the real economy. Surprise. Go ahead. I'm just gonna keep cutting you off. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> the, you the know how many economy... times? <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. I wasn't. I wasn't trying to be rude. No, it's, it's we're off to a bad start here. A lot of editing for you. Um, definitely just didn't want to be talking over you. Yeah. Well, so so the Ever, real economy is not one bit. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Two Piece Start Live. I'm Tim. So why don't you go ahead, Ray? No, no. <laughs> no, you have you have so much to say about this topic that uh, I, I'm curious to no, see I'm, what you have to say. I'm good. I'm